Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. Hello, and welcome to another mini episode of BizBev Pod, where every second week, myself and William P. Keating. Hello, Will. Hello. Take each other on in a battle of, would you call it wit or wisdom? Well, there's very little of either, but we try our best. And we have a little bit of fun. So basically, I'm sure everybody's familiar with it at this point. We each give each other five clues where the clues get progressively easier to try and guess the beverage brand. Now, you will notice that this episode is dropping into your podcast provider a little bit later because, uh, open and honest, I was on holidays for the last couple of weeks, went to France. It was quite lovely. But Will, you have been busy while I was gone. Uh, well, apart from holding the fort and trying to do all things BizBev Pod, yeah, I've been, I've been here and there. Will, you, you do that anyway. Like I think we're all very aware that all the hard work in the podcast is done by you. Um, <laughs> but, but you you have an announcing, uh, sorry, an announcing, you have an exciting announcement. Uh, yes, I have an exciting announcement. We have worked very hard to come up with a way to try and help us fund this project. Because believe it or not, it actually costs a little bit of money. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but it costs a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, um, but a, a little bit of money to keep the podcast running every month. So there's hosting fees. There's all sorts of other fees associated with the recording and uh, storing of, of episodes and a little bit in terms of creating the artwork. Uh, so we thought we don't take sponsorship. We've no uh, direct input from anybody other than you and me. So would just love to be able to to help defray some of those costs. And we have an opportunity for people to help us to do that. Do tell. Well, it's pretty simple, really. You just go to businessofbeverages.com and there's a support button and you click support. So we haven't really asked people to do that before. We have previously used a system called buymeacoffee.com and we're very grateful to people who did that uh, but it wasn't a direct it was kind of a one-off and to be honest the after a while it gets to be a bit of noise at the end of the episode people just kind of don't hear it anymore so we thought we'd actually just stick it in front of people and say hey if you like the podcast if you think we provide a little bit of value in your life if you think that we're helping the creative and the curious in the global drinks industry to get more insights directly from people who you're interested in hearing from maybe you'd like to help us so this is the best way to do it well, I am absolutely fascinated by the fact we have a website. I wasn't aware of that. <laughs> yes, the website also costs a little bit of money. Not a lot of money, but a little bit of money. Yes. So businessofbeverages.com. You did, honestly, did you not know we had a website? No, no I had no idea. <laughs> you're, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just along for the ride, Foxy. Completely. Uh, so, well, I do appreciate your hard work. Uh, and again, if people do want to, to support, as you said, uh, some hosting fees, etc., have crept into the podcast industry in the last little while, and every little helps. Uh, we, contrary to popular belief, we do not spend any of the buy me a coffee money on any of the beverages that we use in, in quizzing or, or whatever else. But this this does definitely help uh, support the podcast. Yeah. Listen, we just love to to also hear from people. You know, because that's one of the great things about podcasts. So we, so we th- see thousands of downloads every month. We know people are listening. We get occasional bits of feedback, but really we, we've nothing concrete from the audience. So it would be even wonderful to just get a little bit of feedback from people. So by all means, if you can support us with a, a few quid, that would be wonderful. You can pick your amount to support us. But also, if if you're if, if that's beyond your means and you want to just drop us a line and say that you appreciate what we're doing uh, or have some suggestions for us, we'd love to hear from you as well. 
uh, especially quiz questions, because, uh, you know, th- th- this is where we get quite a lot of feedback, actually, is how did you not guess that? Well, if you think you can do better, you can come on and be a guest host. Yeah, or or suggest different uh, beverages for us to, to quiz on. So either way, we're happy. All right. So speaking of quiz, well, uh, it is time for us to do our, our biweekly battle. So as always, would you like to ask the questions first? Or would you like to answer the questions first? I'm going to ask this week, if that's okay Ooh, with you. That's absolutely fine. Although I will say that normally Will and I can see each other when we're doing this quiz, and right now Will's screen is blank, so he could be playing the most amazing poker face right now, or cheating, I'm not sure. Uh, my screen is blank, my mind is blank. Um, let's see how you get on, though. Okay. All right, I'm ready. So for five points, this liquid was created in 1824 by Johann G.B. Siegbert. Originally, he created it to relieve the stomach ache and ailments of soldiers. What was his surname? Siegbert. S-I-G-E-R-T. Siegert. Sorry, Siegert. Siegert. Yeah, I couldn't even read my own handwriting. <laughs> uh, something Germanic. Uh, one of those ones that was originally created for medicinal purposes and is probably now done as shots in student cars. <laughs> uh, I am going to guess Jägermeister. It is not Jägermeister. It is not Jägermeister. Um. I can tell you, however, for four points, it was named after the town it was invented in, but people often mistakenly assumed it is named after an ingredient. Oh, goodness. Uh, that's quite tough. A town that also shares the same name as an ingredient. That is somewhat Germanic. Although the product may or may not be Germanic. Um, I'm still thinking it's something Germanic. So I don't know if there's a town called... Apfelstadt or something (laughs) or Barleytown there's probably quite a few beers that are named after local but probably not invented for stomachache this this is wrong but in the interest of time I'm going to guess Slivovica no it it is not I think this this clue for three points though is, is a big one I'm thinking this could be it for you so this product has a very distinctive label which is obvious and renowned around the world however it is believed that it is the result of a printing error is this angostura yes yes it is indeed in fact i have a bottle in my hand the oversized the very distinctive oversized label that you see uh was believed originally to be a printing error that they just printed the wrong size and it was so distinctive that they said ah Sure, we'll keep it. Uh, do you know how I know this, Will? Tell me. Because I quizzed you on Angostura about eight months ago, and that was one of the clues. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was in my head that maybe we'd done this before, and then I wasn't sure. And then do you know what I did? I went to ChatGPT, and I said, give me a list of all the uh, drinks that BizBevPod have uh, quizzed on. And it said, oh, I can't do that because I only have up to 2021 information. So I couldn't do that. Uh, well, therefore, we know that we covered it in 2022, and you should not be using ChatGPT to write your marketing blurbs or uh, college assignments. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for two points, uh, it's made in Venezuela originally, but is now based in Port of Spain in Trinidad and Tobago, capital of Trinidad and Tobago. In fact, a place I have actually been, believe it or not. Uh, I did not know that. That's quite yeah. interesting. Port of Spain, fabulous place. Loved it. Really enjoyed it. And then 
Lastly, for one point, it would have been a few dashes of these bitters make a gin pink or a fashioned old. Oh, of course. It, it's, it's a, to this day, I'm still not sure those bottles ever empty. <laughs> just, there always seems to be liquid in them it'll sit in your drinks cabinet for years and there will, you can use it you can make all fashions you can do whatever else there will always be liquid in that bottle although in doing my research i did find a number of recipes where uh, they suggested adding it to soups and stews which surprised me well as soon as it gets to soup and stew season we shall have to test that out <laughs> so three points very solid three points well done uh, apologies for for repeating a beverage we, we try not to but it happens well, do you know what? I, I took me three guesses to get to it, so there was obviously new clues in there as well. All right, shoot! You, this time I got to do better than three, or or try and match it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you will because I'm fairly positive you're quite familiar with this uh, this this particular company slash brand. Mm-hmm. So, so well, for five points, the company was founded in 1777 after the founder sold a transport business that had been used for transporting another company's brands. So 1777, that's a great, that's a great number. So I believe the Stoke Estate in Ireland, who now have a gin and a gin school, I think that they were 1777, but I'm pretty sure it's not them because that would be very, very niche. And I wonder, I thought that Schweppes was founded in 1777 or around that. I'm going to go Schweppes. Uh, you could well be right on Schweppes founding year. It, the answer is not Schweppes for this one. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, all right. I have to look that up. Thought, it's around then anyway. Yeah. Now, if you thought that was a niche clue for four points, 100 years later in uh, 1877, the company was hit by huge controversy when the de facto uh, CEO, Fred Gretton, began an affair with the, with the teenage Fanny Lucy Radmall, who later <laughs> became Lady Houston, and left her £6,000 in his will to the dismay of his family. Oh, what? <laughs> Fred, Fred seems quite the character. So he actually left the company to start a, a racehorsing stable and apparently was quite impressive with that and then came back into the company. Oh, my God. That's mad. Um, okay, founded 1777, 1877. Uh, CEO has a fair with teenager uh, is is what I'm getting. Oh, I'm mm. I'm not sure I'm gonna get it, but um, I'm gonna say bass. It is bass. <laughs> <laughs> there was something ringing around the back of my head about the 1777 that that kind of just struck me that maybe it was bass or something of that vintage uh wow okay phew well uh, done for a for a very nice clue that was exceptionally well done um because for, for three points 100 years after that in 1988 the company franchised the holiday in name outside of north america and then a year later just purchased the holiday in chain entirely yeah and then essentially just continued to move away further 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 until eventually they sold their brewing business altogether uh, exactly so for two points it would have been in 2020 it's historic brewery and museum in burton and trent was put up for sale for redevelopment and then finally for one point it's red triangle was the first ever uk trademark yes uh the story being that they sent a boy to queue overnight 
um, so that he would be the first in line when the um, trademark office, a newly created trademark office, opened. Uh, yeah. And again, uh, I can only imagine that person working in the trademark office opened the, the document the boy had brought and just went, ah, that's bass. <laughs> oh, very good. Have you ever been to Burton on Trent? Uh, I haven't, but it's somewhere that I, I would quite like to go. Actually, it was a Channel 4 or BBC did a, a show. It was one of those Mega Factories one that did the Molson Coors Breweries in Burton-on-Trent. And uh, well, well worth a watch on, on whatever player you can use to, to find it. Yeah. So I, I've been a couple of times. I was there when I was doing my brewing exams many years ago. Uh, I spent a week in Burton-on-Trent and uh, went to various different breweries and loved it. Um, the Marsden's Brewery in particular, which has got, undergone some stuff recently, I know, but it was, it was fascinating. And to watch the kind of the original, um, fermentation method they used in Marsden's, which was just plain old strange, but very, very educational. Um, so yeah, how do you recommend it? I know there's a lot of um, outcry when they announced that they were selling the brewery and museum site. And I think, was there a move by Burton to move the museum into the city centre? I don't know how far that got or whether a solution was found. Uh, obviously, Burton-on-Trent Bay is the home of brewing in, in England. Um, you know, it's it's the original birthplace of, of pale ale and, and indeed then IPA. Um, so there's a huge amount of it still, in fact, to this day. Um, talk about uh, the water profile in Burton-on-Trent being perfect for creation of different types of beers and, and pale ales in particular. So it, it's huge historic significance, but you have to find a way to make it work. Obviously still a lot of brewing done in the town, uh, but how do you actually make it work as a tourist attraction? And, you know, I, I don't know. It's been 20 odd years since I was there, but what I can tell you is uh, beer is good. Beer is good. Right. Well done. I, I managed to pip that one. Um, kind of just pulled it out of my back pocket, shall we say. Yes, no, ex- excellent work. Um, I am going to leave you for the day now. I'm going to go and look at our website, which apparently exists. And you might consider signing up to support the show, Foxy. Don't forget that. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod. I wonder if it's worth stopping and restarting. Maybe. Uh, it's like it still seems to be recording. I it okay, would come here. back after a second, but it hasn't. Okay, do you want to stop and? Uh, I'm going to stop it and restart. Okay.